Hello and welcome to Opinions and Beer. We're your host, I'm Adam. I'm Tyler. And we've got Ed Ray 1416. Hello, morons. Oh my god. Today's a Labor Day weekend special episode. Alright, so uh, I mean, I mean it's not it's not too special, but Day. but we have Labor Day-ish themes today. Labor Day themes, so <laughs> like nothing, nothing. <laughs> but uh uh, before we get into all that Labor Day stuff, we do have the beer of the day. Today's beer of the day is Migusta. Migusta. This is everybody who is a fan of memes knows Migusta. Migusta. This is an agave and guava sour ale coming in at 6.7% by the Martin House Brewing Company. Martin House delivering some solid sours in the past. I mean, we've, uh, we've ranked Martin House really high. I mean, they're that celebration ale. We, what was that celebration? The, uh, uh, some, of, some of their tiger blood stuff. Everything they've done has been solid. Malt beverage with natural flavor. Okay. I like the uh, I like the artwork on this one, an agave plant coming out of a skull, <laughs> or growing through a skull. They should have just took the uh, that meme, you know. They should have just <laughs> took the Megusta meme face and slapped it on a can, and we all know it would have sold millions. Wait, what's the? Oh, Megusta is the, uh... you know, the the. The the meme face the, the meme face like fucking uh <laughs> forever alone and all those forever alone no I don't know what you're saying oh hold up I'll pull it up and show you yeah show me this Megusta face the meme the meme Megusta what's Megusta mean I think it's my heart my heart agave you know what we made it I made an agave blonde the uh right there. Oh my god. That's the Megusta. <laughs> 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 I should have taken that right there. Oh my and god. Slapped it on a can. That's the cutest. That would have generated a lot of sales. Would have generated so much Megusta. sales. Megusta. <laughs> my god. I bet you they weren't even thinking of that. They probably weren't. They were probably thinking artsy summer house. Brewing company, you know, brew. What yeah. is this? Martin's House Brewing Company. They're, they're probably thinking very summer. Yeah. Uh oh. But they they definitely weren't thinking uh, the the classic uh, know your memes. You know, know your memes. Uh, let's. Uh, you want to smell this beer? See if you can smell some uh, agave and guava. It smells a uh, uh, citrusy. It's I smell sour. Sour, yes. I smell more sour than anything. This, yeah, this, I, I, I smell acid, I guess. Yeah, it smells like what, a, like a traditional. Like this is gonna have more of a traditional sour taste than a fruited sour. You know, it's like mild, mild differences, but. So, did you figure it out? Yeah, yeah, I figured it out. We 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 need to be sitting a little closer, like this. Okie dokie. My bad. Ed Ray, what does it smell like to you? Smells like guava and a little bit of a sour. Let's um, let's go for it. Definitely um, 
Definitely not a fruited sour. Definitely a sour sour. And um, and so the guava is gonna. You're gonna have to look for that guava in the back there. Oh, it all it all comes through in the aftertaste for me in that in that classic aftertaste. Oh yeah. That's where all the fruitiness comes. Goes in sour, breathes out sweet. It's weird to say. It's a great balance. You know, mostly most of most of the agave is going to ferment out because agave is just like a sugar, right? So it's just a sugar from the cactus. So, because, yep. But might give like a like a. I mean, agave is used for tequila, so maybe it has like some sort of like tequila notes to it. If anything, uh, guava. What's guava? Uh, what you looking for? Did you accidentally press something? Yeah, I actually hit the pattern. What pattern were you on? It's on uh, that one. Must be it. There we go. Okay. Now we're back on pattern. Back on. <laughs> now we're back <laughs> on pattern. I guess it did go down a little bit. Uh. Oh man, I, I realized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was something up. You know, I was looking at the ups and downs. Yeah, right. So your uh, ups and downs are normally much larger than that. <laughs> your loud ass laugh and your loud ass voice. So, uh, so what did we? Uh, what do you think it missed? Uh, agave, guava. I'm really, I'm really digging it. Like, I'm yeah. a huge fan of sours, and this is one that goes goes down sour. Yeah. Breathes out sweet, like I said. Like, oh, dude, I just burped. And that tasted all like cactusy. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. like that tasted all like whatever. I guess fruity would be the word. The, the the fruit that's supposed to be here, the agave and the guava. Like, tasted like good. My goodness. Your goodness. My goodness. How much goodness is there in your goodness? I know, I, I say it a lot, I guess, don't I? You like butters from South Park? You have a creamy, gooey center, you know? <laughs> oh, my. You're always running around singing songs about apples? We have a list today. We have a list today? We have a list. Speaking of Labor Day, <laughs> we have a Labor Day list. We have the top 30 worst jobs in the world. And we're gonna uh, we're gonna react to this list in, in their rankings. A lot of these rankings are in order of like uh, some of these jobs pay well, and so it, it makes it down on the you know lower on the list than what we may think. Are some may, some of these jobs pay horrible and are high on the list despite maybe not being that bad of a job? But we're gonna react to it. Now the last this is from CareerAddict.com. This is a CareerAddict.com list. Guy who has an addiction to careers. Uh, starting off at number 30, this is the top 30 worst jobs in the world. Starting at 30, animal urine collector. Animal urine collector. How much you get paid for that? Uh, this job can net you around 80000 per year. 80000 That's about, uh... Uh... It's more than you'll ever make working fast food. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what people That's make. That's more than you'll make work in retail. That's more than you'll make in school. That's more than you'll make in a restaurant. I mean, 80000 up there. So, I mean... I don't know. I, don't I guess the hard part is collecting the urine. you got to get good at that, I yeah. guess. Ed Ray, your thoughts. You, you've you collected... Uh, yeah, your thoughts. You've collected odd things from animals before. You, you think animal... You, he's done... And you've done it as a hobby. 
So you've done this as a hobby. Imagine getting paid for it. Is animal urine collector a hard job? Yeah, it would be a hard job. It is a hard job? Yeah. But 80000 a year, you think it's a, the top 30 worst jobs of the world? I don't know if it'd be a good job or a bad job in terms of pay. I'm just saying that the job itself is pretty hard. I feel you. Uh, number 29. Roofer. I've done that. It's a terrible job. <laughs> it's hell. Uh, I like roofing in the winter. Oh, yeah. I guess so, right? I guess it depends on when you do it. I guess that that's like... Uh, roofing in July makes you want to put a bullet in your fucking arm. <laughs> but what do you think... What do you think the 28 jobs above this will be? That to- that roofer is a... Maybe but- mine will be on here. Who knows? <laughs> uh, I level houses. Uh, 28. Podietary technician. Podietary? Po- right? Podietary? Podietary. Podiatrist. Podiatrist. But yeah, podiatrist technician. What does technician. a podiatrist do? They, uh, they pretty much... They pretty much deal with uh, the public's feet. Uh, you know, blisters and oh, whatnot. So Podiat- it's like it's a field of medicine, though. Yeah. So how much does a podiatrist get paid a year? Probably a lot. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if I hear the numbers, I might start going to medicine or just medical school for foot. It doesn't say what. Uh, it says in the, it doesn't say how much they make, but it says sure a foot fetish may want to apply and thrive in this career. But some people don't want to deal with the odors and oddness of feet. Dietary <laughs> See, that's, they're cheating. They're not telling us how much that doctor gets paid. Yeah, they are cheating in this fucking list. Oh, oh. The, the, hold up. Pause. Bro. So we have a fan coming. That was a fan calling on the phone. Uh, I thought it was going to be a dude. It ended up being a, a female. <laughs> so... <that's gonna laughs> so what were we just rating again? Oh, yeah, the worst The worst jobs, jobs in, the world. in the world. 28 was podiatry technician. I don't know. I still think they're cheating on that shit. What if, what if a podiatry technician <laughs> makes like $300,000 a year? Which is probably why it's so low on this list, though. I mean, we, it is... T- How many of you out there would quit your fucking career path right now to go make 300000 a year if your career path was something like fast fucking food? Right. <laughs> uh... <laughs> it is it. Yeah, you're right though. You're right. Uh, hey, fast food might be on here. Let's yeah, see. You know, Twenty. If, <laughs> and if it is on here, I'll tell the people who are all working fast food. Get an online medical school thing going. Tell them you want to be a podiatrist. <laughs> get that feet money. Get that feet. Twenty-seven dead fish harvester. Mm. Dead fish harvester. How, how much? How much? It doesn't say. It said. Why did it say with the first one? This is a bullshit list. But with a few hazmat suits and strong stomach, you can survive and earn decent cash. It says earn decent cash. Survive. You can survive and earn decent cash. Nah, 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 nah. I'm moving on to the next one. That's the equivalent of being a pipe fitter. You can survive, make some decent cash. Twenty six, similar to the first one, animal inseminator. Ooh. Now we're talking about putting stuff in stuff. Now you've done this with turkeys. Yes, he's he's inseminated turkeys before. Well, I'm not surprised. So, <laughs> you, know. you turkey inseminating bastard! He's fucked a tree. He inseminates turkeys. <laughs> you 
He doesn't smile. <laughs> he doesn't smile. He's fucking porpoise. He's a hairy porpoise at that. So, I mean. He's a hairy porpoise. At least. At none least, of this surprises me. At least he, he can swim. He floats. Yeah. At least he swim, floats in the water. Animal inseminator. Would you, how much would you do that for, uh, uh, Ed Ray? Depends on how much the job makes. Would you? Ins- what what animal won't you inseminate? Like, is there like an animal? <laughs> is there an animal that you don't want to impregnate? It's a pretty tough job, and I had to figure out how to get the job done right. <laughs> it ain't easy. Like, uh, like. No, I, yeah, but seriously, what's the, I don't know what animal's the cap? I mean, this show's cow. They're, they're they're inseminating cows. Would you inseminate a cow? I'd have to figure out how to do that. You just grab a handful of the stuff and just shove it right <laughs> on there, you know, like they did on Jackass. <laughs> did on Jackass. You lube it up. You grab a handful <laughs> of the stuff. Oh God. Uh, Twenty-five odor tester. Do they have the price? On a good day, on a good day, you might be testing the smell of a new frozen dinner after it's cooked. On a bad day, you might be testing the effectiveness the effectiveness of a new deodorant. Could involve smelling unique, uh, quite a few armpits. Oh, that's like a like yeah, like it's like a job where you just smell shit, and like like something they'll like line people up and you smell their armpits to see I'm if gonna, they get. The, you know what? You said it doesn't have the number. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna number it. I'm just gonna <laughs> ask Google how much you odor testers make. How much? Do odor. Hello. How much do odor testers get paid? How much do odor testers? What's what's the? It says salaries. No, that's for food tasters. Odor testers. Odor. Odor. Okay, and they can make us. High as one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars a year, God, that's or more as low as twenty thousand dollars a oh, year. Oh, that's a that's so a you're range. Ever, you're anywhere between fast food and good living, dude. <laughs> it's like this is a senior level odor tester. No, I, you know what? I'm gonna ask how much is a podiatrist make now? We're doing this now. If they don't have it, I'm asking. Podiatrist. <laughs> how much do podiatrist? Podiatrists make straight up. They probably make a lot of money. They probably make a hundred fifty thousand a year. I mean, <laughs> I mean, foot, I mean, I think feet doctors make quite a bit. Like they're like probably one of the most, one of the more higher paid do- uh, doctors. Which makes you think about who? Who do you think the lowest paid like doctor profession is? Yeah, they get paid an annual. Okay, foot. By the way, that's ooh nasty feet, guys. Uh, those guys get paid one hundred and forty thousand to three hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Well, hot damn! Give him get tired of that job. He'll take it. I might just switch career paths real quick and start going to medical instead of going to film school. I might start to go to medical feet. <laughs> right. Just be like, show me those nasty fucking things you got in those shoes. Break them out. Break them out. Uh, twenty four. Retail sales associate. Oh, that's a uh, terrible job. Shit, I've worked at Walmart before. Yeah. No, I, I would not take that job. Ed Ray wouldn't I've even... I've worked at a dollar see, store. See, Ed Ray has inseminated shit, and he wouldn't even fucking work retail. I worked that's in the how gro- bad hey, retail Hey, is. I worked in the grocery it's business. Like it's like 30 grand a year. 
And it's awful. <laughs> I've worked in the grocery business. It's no different than retail. Especially stuff. if you're, especially if your managers are your crap. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just the worst. Uh, twenty-three. A taxi driver. This sounds fun. <laughs> As well, a guy who's never had his driver's license, that sounds fun. Like I'm trying to get my license. Just never had a car, or anybody to practice with. You know, I had a drunk dad and all that. So like. Nobody, and my big brother moved off to the Navy, so nobody would help me get my license. But, like, that sounds fun, just picking people up and New Yorking it. You yeah. know, being like, hey, where you going? <laughs> Taxi driver. How much are they get? Oh, oh, wait. The- Pretty sure it's threatening, though, isn't it? Threatening, yeah. If you, like, don't carry your own gun. Yeah, I guess so. If you're not willing to kill someone to protect your own life. You know what? I, I feel guess. like, do you think, I feel like, uh, I feel like them Uber drivers are probably worse than taxi driving. People are willingly to do Uber shit. Yeah, you know, I mean, cause, mainly because you, you have to have your own. It's like your own vehicle. With Uber. the average taxi driver gets paid twenty eight dollars per hour, and then they get tips too. Yeah, and they get tips, so that's a median salary. Like that's a salary of like thirty two thousand to forty one thousand dollars a year. Yeah, that's not bad. And to just drive around, let me yeah, you ask. Well, I mean, you know, it does say it's worse than retail. Which it might be, it's like driving retail. It's like it's like a driving retail sales. Yeah, you just shit. pick somebody up, but you know the only difference is, is like you have permission to pull over and say, "Get the hell out of my car." I guess you do. You're right. In Walmart, you can't pull over and say, uh, "Get the hell out of my aisle." I don't like the way you're treating me. No, you don't get any bleach. You don't get any fabric softener. Uh, twenty-two logger. Twenty-two a logger. That's just like hard manual labor. <laughs> a logger or a lumberjack, whatever it is. It's a logger. Okay, well, how much did they, did they got the pay? They don't. To cut down trees. But an average of 66 loggers die a year. Yeah. So I guess it's dangerous. An average of like, I think, what is it, like 13,000 people die a year from peanuts. So, you know. <laughs> so, loggers, not that much, you know. So I guess the, the peanut shell people are probably... More dangerous job. Well, if you're allergic and you go to work for a peanut shelling factory. Yeah, loggers make around uh, 35 to 50K per year, up to 68K per year. That's not good. I mean, it's good, I guess, but that's like... That's like in between... So you're in between retail yeah. and double that. Yeah, I guess you are. To go and cut down trees. It's almost trees. like school. That's like, that's like teacher pay. That's yeah, like to go and cut pay. down trees. You know some teachers die every year too, but they don't <laughs> die to trees falling on them. They die to <clears throat> crazy individuals coming uh, in there with guns. 21. Pest control officer. Pest control go officer. Go kill some bugs. And rats. Anybody want to no, kill some <laughs> Anybody want to kill some stupid fucking bugs their and work animals? In, their work environment can range from houses to sewers and ditches to basements. <laughs> How much does pest... Pest control? Yeah, pest control. How much do the pest control people make? Uh, about same as a logger. About yeah. thirty to 60 thousand a year for a much less harmful job it seems you just go around like well all you harmless little bugs are gonna die uh 20 the queen's guard bullshit that is an honor that'd be that's a hell of a job right there just to stand around they call that they call that an honor in that country 
Guard duty at Buckingham Palace is, is regarded as one of the worst jobs in the British military. Why? Soldiers spend several hours each day cleaning and pressing their uniforms and polishing their boots in preparation for one of the many kit inspections that they're likely to face before taking on their position outside of the royal palace. Perhaps the worst part, though, is obnoxious tourists treating you like an animal in a zoo, as well as the terrible accommodations. So, you get terrible accommodations, people are messing with you, you get to wear a super fancy uniform, but you gotta keep taking care of it, and you get paid $30,000 a year. A little over. They make $30,000? Yeah. That's, That's retail... That's right, that's not retail work. Yeah, that's like go join the army. Yeah, you start getting your starting pay is like fifteen dollars an hour or whatever. It's basically retail or minimum wage. Uh, nineteen paint dry watcher. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> That'd be a hell of a job right there. Yes, <laughs> it <laughs> exists. Sign me up, man. These folks literally watch paint dry for a living. The purpose is to check how the color of matte and emulation. Emu, emu, emotion. emotion changes over time and to make sure that they're durable. So this is a real job. Yes. It's pretty, much, it's pretty much like the How much tester. do they make? Paint dry watcher. Oh, hold up. 16 bucks an hour. 16 bucks an hour, which would... That's like... Oh, hold up though. That's paint prepper. Yeah, hold up. Watch paint dry salaries range anywhere between thirty thousand and a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. So Sign you can go, up. you can go from retail to woo just for sitting there <laughs> watching paint dry. <laughs> and you gotta check if the what. Basically, I guess the, I guess you're just watching to you're see stand, what the color does. Yeah, you're like you're staring at it. And you're like it is like <laughs> you're like okay. So right now the white is still wet. It's giving me emotions of this room has just been painted. And then as soon as it's dry, you're like, the wetness isn't there anymore. And the room is and, done. And you're seeing what the color does over over time as well. So you have to like, that's like a, that's like a, a long job. That's like a never ending job, I guess, to see how long the paint. Well, no, you probably have it set up in layers. Like yeah, those okay. people who test body corpses. You know, you got one that's been rotten for six months, eight months, half a year. Yeah. And you just go and check them. Uh, 18, broadcaster. Yeah, that sounds shitty job. <laughs> Can pup, being a puppet. Having a, <laughs> I guess it is, right? I having guess. an arm shoved up your ass and talking and guess, like uh, Elmo. Uh, being, uh, I guess, uh, sometimes unri- unrightfully hated just for being uh, the puppet. It's going to rain today. That son of a bitch said it was going to rain. It's not raining. <laughs> The worst weatherman ever! Kill him! 17. Fast food cook. No. Oh, yeah, no. That job is terrible. That's the worst. I <laughs> you know, and you remember when I've ever said I wanted to kill myself around you guys? <laughs> yeah. And when I was working fast food, that was like all the time. This job often comes with one of the lowest wages in the food industry. Fast food cook. Well, no hey, shit. I, hey, I've been there. I hate that job. They're like, uh, okay, we can bring you on at 8.50. 16. Crime scene cleaner. Crime scene cleaner. Cleaning up homicides. Here we go. This this technical difficulty is brought to you by Opinions and Beer. Opinions and Beer. Oh my god, who's here today? It's It's Bleeder Rasmar! Well, I'm I'm the sister, Ron Yoy, so (laughs) that's my brother's account. Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, Bleeder Rasmar. 
This is shocking to us. Shocking because today, ladies and gentlemen, a fan has brought us best made sour pickle beer. So we'll be getting to that in in just a minute, right? Um, guess who? Guess who makes it? Who, who makes it? Is it at Martin House? Oh, by the same people who were yeah. drinking today. Well, so we've got a second beer of the day. So we got today. a second beer of the day, and we've got a rate. Both of them, so this one has got to compete with that one, and that one's got to compete with this one. Yes. <laughs> Fun. Fun stuff. Uh, right, now we're t- right now we're discussing... Oh, my God, I just accidentally acted out of it. What, what, what were we on? We were, we were just on fast food. Uh, okay. The worst. So, right now we're doing the top 30 worst jobs in the world. Oh, okay. Okie dokie. And uh, we've made it to... Fast food. I can guess number one. Or was it crime scene? No, we, we no, we made it to crime scene. Oh cleaner. yeah, Cri- yeah. I was I was actually about to look. So you, the the dude who comes and cleans up all the bodies and shit after some like wife murders her husband or some crap like that. Yeah. All right. How much that guy get paid? I don't know. I might like to be that guy. <laughs> How much does a crime crime scene cleaner make? So we're trying to figure I'm going to venture $120,000 a year. <laughs> Probably like 30 Clean up plus. the dead bodies. <laughs> 30 plus therapy. Um, <laughs> that's not, I don't even think that's in this area because... I'm, oh, wow. No, yeah, no. Right here in Texas, they make $23 an hour, which means they make anywhere between twenty nine dollars and $35,000 a year. Can we give body cleaners a raise? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and fast food guys? Like all of them. They kind of need a raise. For that's the, the same... Just like <laughs> making a burger and then cleaning up dead bodies is like the same, same low level job. It all depends on what you're into. I guess so. <laughs> it's like, can you handle it for the same for the same price as making a burger at McDonald's? For can the you? same price as no, no, no. You got you got to put it into real perspective. You got to uh, be like for the same price as making burgers and getting yelled at by a person probably younger than you. You know what? I bet you're not getting yelled at. At a crime scene cleaner. Yeah, no, I bet you're like, if you dare yell at me while I'm cleaning up some dude's blood, I'd be like, well, why don't you come clean up the blood, Jack? <laughs> why don't you clean it up? We've got hysterical people crying. <laughs> You've got hysterical people crying all around you. The neighbors telling you all kinds of stories you don't want to hear. But oh, yeah. Fast food is dead cows. Cleaning up bodies, dead humans. What's, what's really the difference? Right. Uh, 15, we have sewer cleaner. Oh man, the alligators are definitely the worst part about this job. <laughs> Ed Ray, would no, you no, 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 no. I used to sewer? think alligators in the sewer was a myth too, but I've seen way too many videos. <laughs> well, they had to go somewhere. I mean, I mean, I mean, gators had to have been everywhere around. There here. was a video from New York of them with like a what was it like a sixteen foot sewer in the gator in the sewer, and I was like, no, I wouldn't go cleaning that crap. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Uh. But apparently they make a pretty decent salary to make you reconsider. Well, yeah, they make uh, sewer cleaner. It says right here, decent salary, but I don't decent know Decent salary, is. that's <laughs> cheating. I don't know. What Let me guess, $150,000 a year? How much? How much does a sewer cleaner does make? Sewer. We didn't cheers. We oh, my bad, I'm we sorry. Well, we, we were cheers. You came in midway. I'm, oh, no, I'm late. I'm no, late. it's fine, it's fine. 
We had started. Uh, we started early. It's like a labor. Uh, they make about thirty six to to forty eight thousand dollars a year. That's not a decent pay, is it? No, nah, not to go crawling in that stuff. No, I'm <laughs> not worth it. Not worth uh, it. Fourteen. This is worse than some of the previous ones that it says. So apparently, this is worse than uh, than P collector. But animal masturbator. So oh, I guess. No, no. So I guess masturbator, pea collector, and inseminator are three different jobs. Yes. But really? they can all be filled by one person. That could be quite the career path right there. You see, we've gone over three of them, okay? And we know for a fact that two of them can pay upwards of $50,000 a year. So, how much does an animal masturbator make? <laughs> Edward, right, you've done all this. How much does an animal masturbator make a year? <laughs> Did it the, do it? It messed up. No, it better not have. Not getting your voice correctly. How much does an animal masturbator now, make a year? Now, Edward, whenever you um, had to impregnate the turkey, uh, a yearly salary seventy thousand dollars to upwards of ninety five thousand dollars a year. Inseminator. Yeah, because they gotta get the stuff. You know what <laughs> I mean? Get they have to physically get. You gotta the take the he face. Used, you gotta take the fake horse. He sleep. had to use tweezers to masturbate his turkey uh, to get the semen to inseminate. Why didn't you just turn? let them fuck? They, they wouldn't do it. Oh, well, maybe they weren't into each other. Should've got a better looking turkey. <laughs> God damn it, right? God, could have saved yourself a lot of trouble. Yeah, right. How much does a turkey cost that you couldn't just buy a, uh, a better looking one? Can't really say because uh, <laughs> no, they're, they're tough to get. No answers. <laughs> All right, what's next on this beautiful list? Didn't think that one through. <laughs> 13, roadkill collector. How much does a roadkill collector make a year? Well, what would that be? That's like a, 30000 a year. That's like a city worker. Is that like a city worker? I mean, is that like even a job? It's like a road cleaner. How much does a roadkill collector make a year? Oh, once again, they make around $70,000. Hey, shut up. I didn't ask you to talk. <laughs> It's about $70,000 to about $90,000 a year to just go around with a shovel, a bucket. Is that what Maybe means? like a, one, of those, uh, one of those long sticks that has a scrubby pad on the end so you can scrub <laughs> it with, the, with some soap. Good God. Dude, I have literally worked fast food like my whole life. I've worked retail. I've worked... Why every- haven't you ever applied to be a roadkill collector? I don't know where you go to apply for these jobs. <laughs> I don't know where do you go to say like do you just go and be like hey, that's gotta be a city I, job I, I, you just, just go stand by a roadkill and wait for them to come by and like, hey <laughs> seventy thousand dollar a year please <laughs> oh god uh, we hey look we know someone that does this on Damien Sport portable toilet cleaner oh. portable toilet cleaner number okay 12. hold up well Damien is he at work Damien oh yeah no I don't have him. Yeah, I don't maybe. have him on my phone. I think cleaners should be in quotation marks. How much does a portable toilet cleaner right. <laughs> right. These brave workers tackle cleaning toilets. $29,000 a year. Yeah, it's horrible. 
That's probably no, that's this why, is the equivalent of five hundred and seventy dollars a week. That's why it's so high up here is because it's just the bad pay. It's yeah, bad it's pay. Bad pay and bad job. You walk in there, there's just just full, and you're just like, ugh. Nevertheless, uh, some of the higher paid cleaners make fifty one thousand a year. Oh, so so. <laughs> So they probably clean out the ones for like construction places, stadiums, they, maybe stadiums, rich people places. <laughs> uh, Eleven pet food taster. Yeah, baby. <laughs> How much does Nah? Don't you try to block me off? How much does a pet food taster make a year? <laughs> would you taste Ed Ray? Would you ever taste pet food? Depends if the pay is forty to $60,000 a year. Oh, oh wait. No, wait. No, hold up. No, shut your mouth, Adam. Shut your mouth. Don't you dare help him with this one. How much did you just say, Ed Ray? Ladies and gentlemen, Ed Ray's about to give us his price to taste dog food. 40000 or 60000 a year. How about thirty-four dollars to $100,000 every year? Sign me up. <laughs> That's, That's all I'm saying. Belita Rasmar, would can you? I, can I tell a story? Yes. I a story with this. So... When I was like three years old, we had a cat, and of course the cat ate the dry kibble in the bowl, and I, uh, I didn't think anything of it, I just helped myself, and I was surprised at how bland it is. You'd think it would be, you know, like beef jerky, but no, there's like no salt in it. <laughs> and when my mom came by and, and I told her that, man, this stuff's not any good, she was horrified. She's like, you're not supposed to eat that. I'm like, it's good enough for the cat. Why isn't it good enough for me? <laughs> and your mom was, <laughs> your mom while I broke it down. <laughs> <laughs> not really. She was just like, I said, no, don't eat that. It was, so, uh, it was that kind of house. Although some people actually enjoy eating pet food for a living. What? It's fair, it's fair to say that most of us are repulsed by it. This job involves eating really bad batches of animal products and comes with the risk of severe food poisoning. To be successful in this role, you will need a highly developed palate in the, pres- in the presence of mind not to swallow anything but your pride. Oh, oh, I taste mm, the tuna. Mm, I taste, mm, oh, the cat liver. Mm. <laughs> the cows that died on the way to slaughter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is all messed up. We don't even know why it's the, the on tuna, here. The tuna, the, the, the liver... <laughs> Liver and tuna, uh, that's, that's, their, that's their favorite combination. So, this one might be an eye roll. Number 10, Traffic Warden. Wait, like... Traffic Warden. Like the dude who sits at the toll booth? I think so. Tra- oh, may- oh, you know what? Is that what it is? Like the dude who sits at the toll booth. Fuck those people. Wait, wait, wait. I think Traffic Wardens... This may be a weird job. Are they the dudes that do no. the... No. Uh, I think uh, this is uh. like... I think this might be a different country. And like, yeah, okay, so police don't write speeding tickets in London. So traffic warden. Yeah, they have they have a job where all you do is write write traffic tickets. It's and it's it's not for the police though. But yeah, it's more of a London job. Does a I'm not even justifying this with the voice text. Uh, traffic wardens are strongly hated amongst the general public. I mean, who likes eating a parking ticket? So I guess they do t- uh, parking tickets. You get verbally bu- abused. <laughs> they make anywhere between thirty and a hundred thousand dollars a year. I guess yeah. depending on your performance or whatever, or yeah. how fast you get fucking promoted. But <laughs> not bad. Uh, number nine, promotional mascot. You gonna tell me it's bad to be the peanut man? <laughs> number nine, promotional mascot. Edward, would you wear a uh, a hot suit? 
Depends on the weather. Would you wear this giant, uh, an eagle with an American hat? If it pays well. I see. How much does a promotional mascot? Any list of the worst jobs in the world wouldn't be complete without promotional mascots. Shut up, Adam! So it says right here. No, you 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 destroyed my search. How yeah. much does a professional mascot make? Some map. If you. <laughs> Adam is too talkative for his own good. Yeah, yeah. Did Once you find it-, it? No, it went back to traffic wardens because you wouldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, dude. How much does a professional mascot make? Enter. They make forty. They make forty-five thousand dollars a year. Sign me up. But wait, some pe- sometimes they have to dress up as testicles in the name of testicular cancer awareness. Are you above that? <laughs> no. Are you, you above that? That's, this, that's what this says. It, I don't give a rat's ass. If I get oh, well, you can't paid. support testicular cancer, Adam? But, you wouldn't throw on the mascot costume? But you'll be bound to ridicule and bullying. I was bound <laughs> to ridicule and bullying my whole life. Who gives a crap about being bullied if you dress up as a testicle? Sign me up. No, no, I kind of get where Ed Ray's coming from. You have all the offense on you. <laughs> There's a joke wide open you guys aren't saying. That takes balls? Where, where? <laughs> that takes balls to dress up as balls. Oh, God. Y'all are slipping. Mm. I'm slipping. Dang it. <laughs> uh, number eight, slaughterhouse worker. I mean... Uh, apparently, slaughterhouse work has been linked to numerous mental health problems. Well, I mean, you're just constantly watching the bodies. You know, the bodies, they get ground. The bodies, they get chopped. Yeah, I guess I'm <laughs> killing them, too. Like they're, they're, they're like, oh, no, like, oh, the slaughterhouse. You yeah, mean, they're where like, they're, they, yeah, they're like killing them. Yeah, because you're the person who pulls the trigger. Yeah. And that wouldn't bother me. Because, like... <laughs> I'm broken. But yeah, but <laughs> according to all my doctors. Speaking of the BBC, one former uh, worker in this field, uh, they are filthy, dirty places. These animal feces on the floor, you see and smell the guts, and the walls are covered in blood. How much does a slaughterhouse worker make? Yeah, those guys are only, in here in America, these guys are only making $32,000 a year. Dang, that's not good. You walk through a room with a little thing that has an air pressure hookup to it, and it shoots a rod into the skull and and blows air. So it turns the brain into literal yeah. paste in just one second. So supposedly the, the animal feels no pain. But you're supposed to grab this thing and just walk down a line of like 12 of them and be like, pss, 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 Yeah. Pss. Dang, nothing good. Uh, Yeah, I know too much about things, man. That's why I messed up, man. You know, I saw shit, man. I've done things, man. Uh, Number seven, a minor. Well, dude, we've every comedian ever has made a joke about like coal miners. It's one of the worst jobs in the country. It's like forty five thousand dollars a year to be in a place that's too short for you to stand up straight. Yeah. You gotta dig coal for ungrateful coal users. <laughs> ungrateful coal users, you. Edray, would you ever work in a mine? Hell no, those things are deadly. Interesting. 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 <laughs> Number six, customer service advisor. Oh no. Oh no, no. That's the worst. <laughs> I had a friend that works at Xbox. Oh, really? As a customer service representative, and he's like, "You don't know how many times you'd have to just like look, sir. 
do you have it plugged in? And they'd be like, oh, shit. Oh, let me plug it in real quick. And it's like, there you go, sir. I would rather go back to the mental ward than deal with customers. Oh, God. Uh, number six, five, social worker. No. Ah, uh, nah. I feel no sin. I don't, I'm not going to look up your pay, and I feel no sympathy for you people. You people volunteered for that job. You're just like police officers and military guys. You volunteered for that shit. Quit asking for people to kiss your ass for something you volunteered for. But it takes a toll on your mental health. Yeah, well, you volunteered to have a toll <laughs> taken on your mental health. Oh, God. Maybe you should have a family. Oh, wait, you were too busy with your job? <laughs> you were too busy being a military guy? Oh, you're, oh your girlfriend cheated oh, on you because you were overseas? The, uh, speaking of what you just said, number four. Soldier. A soldier? Hell yeah, it's a shitty job being a soldier. Your fucking girlfriend, your wife's always cheating on you. You make like $40,000 a year. You gotta go kill people. And the worst thing is... is you you say you volunteered. Yeah, and the worst thing is you volunteered for it, so then you gotta expect people to kiss your ass, and then 90% of us ain't gonna kiss your ass. But you get all that excellent VA healthcare at the end of the No, you don't. My dad doesn't get his VA healthcare. He's been fighting for it for 18 years. And then there's another thing. You, You run the risk of getting killed anyway. Here we go. We made it to the top three worst jobs in the world. One's going to be like shark. Number three. Collector. Trucker. Nobody wants to do that. The job's outdated. We could invent something to... Com- to. We already have invented something that replaces trucking. It's called trains. But they were invented before trucking, funny enough. So, like, trucking's just kind of <laughs> fucking pointless. And it was in, like... It was because mafia guys like Hoffa... Kept trucking so powerful. Yeah. Stop making sense, Tyler. (laughs) Yeah, dang it. How are we going to prop up the petrochemical plants? (laughs) We live in petrochemical wasteland. It's true. Uh, Number two, a cleaner. Yeah. Oh, that means. Uh, Like a house cleaner? Okay. Like, I I knew a chick that was a house cleaner and she hated her job. Cleaners are often mistreated in the workplace and often end up doing horrendous tasks. Yeah, like sexually mistreated. It's bad. Unfortunately, many in-house cleaners are also taken advantage of by their bosses and are not giving fair wages. Yeah. They don't get paid enough and they get literally fucked. What's the number one worst job in the world? School teacher. Shark sperm collector. Telemarketer. (laughs) Then why did those guys act like they love their goddamn job so much? I never gave you my number. I never signed up for anything, but somehow I got a phone call like... Uh, hello, uh, Mr. Phillips. My name is Derek from the blah 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 services, and I'm like, shut the fuck up, Derek. I'm not buying you shit. <laughs> I work retail, and nothing would make me happier than getting paid to annoy customers. <laughs> that was the top thirty worst jobs. worst jobs in the world. Which ones were you surprised by in that list? Um, none of them. None of them. No. I'm surprised that there was a couple of jobs not on that list. Like what? Like house leveler. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's what I do for a living. And look, I, I've been underneath you people's houses. I, it lets me know everything about you, you dirty savages. Okay? I've crawled through literal human <laughs> shit because people have had broken shit pipes. Oh, and been yeah. all like, oh, we didn't know it was broken. And you're like, yeah, you never look underneath your house, you fucking animal. Maybe maybe house level or goes under the radar. Yeah, it goes under the radar. It's, a, it's one of those... It sounds like it's covered with the sewage, uh, the sewage cleaner people. So. Yeah, like yeah. we have to be like my brother always complains about this. We have to be so many things. Yeah, as a house leveler, we're like, 
oh, we're going to lift your house up here and, and your pipe's really tight, so we're going to have to cut the pipe. And they're like, well, can you fix it? And we're like, well, we're not plumbers. <laughs> I guess we can fix it for no extra pay. Oh, God. You know what I mean? And then we, we do it. We Every time, it's yeah. never failed. We always end up doing it. We'll end up cutting somebody's sewage line, cutting somebody's water line, lifting their house, getting it perfectly level and everything, then going back and being like, oh, yeah, we got to fix that sewage and that water line. So now we have to play plumber. And, uh, yeah, no, it, it's a job that really gets slept on. Nobody really appreciates house levelers. Everybody kind of thinks we're out to rip people off. Because there kind of are people in the area who will do that. Yeah. But, like, when you get a good house leveler group on you, like, this last job we were on, my brother was having me clean shit out from underneath these people's houses because it was in our way. So I'm, like, thinking, like, like I'm saying, I'm looking at these people like, you didn't know all this shit was underneath your house? Or did you, were you the ones that threw it under there and forgot it because of time and now I'm pulling it because it's out and it's in my way and I gotta get a job done? Yeah. It's a shitty job house leveling. But I do make good money. It's that it's that kind of equivalent. I make $400 a day when I do work. Yeah. Sometimes I go a whole month without work. Like this month. Yeah. It was one of the reasons why I was like looking at that microphone at the comedy club like a pistol. Just like. Aah! Oh, God. And just like. Been having a bad month, fellas. But. uh Yeah. Edward thought that. uh Yeah. He thought that that would be on here. Uh, what was it? Plumbing. Thought plumbing would be on this list. It was not. Those guys make way too much money for that to be a good Labor job. Day. And what? they get to look you dead in the eye and say, "Well, you're just not going to be able to take a shower for the next two days." I mean, and I'll be back with the stuff I need to fix your outdated house's bullshit. And then they come back and they fix your water, and then they turn your water back on, and you're like, "Fuck!" And then they overcharge you for services. They have to like, say to hell with them. You know, Ed Ray's favorite holiday is Labor Day. Oh, I mean, he li- that's why he wears that white shirt. Did you did you know why he wears a white shirt every day? Why? Tell him. Wish I could tell him. You told me it was a workers' union crap. Must have been several years ago because I don't remember. But you son of a bitch. He doesn't remember his own fundamental philosophies of he life. He told me. You That's told what happens when you take too many beatings to the head. You, you told me stuff. you wear a white shirt in support of the workers union or whatever crap. Hey, I've worked for a union. They suck. <laughs> they make you literally pay money to work for them. And like and that's day, the reason why and, I don't like unions anymore. One day I was like sweeping the floor because that's all they let me do because they were shit at teaching people because they were stupid fucking rednecks who didn't know how to teach people at a fucking sheet metal shop because they were stupid. <laughs> and um, while I was sweeping the floor, one guy came up and was like, hey, the owner of the shop, him and his wife's anniversary is about to come up. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. And he's like, well, everybody usually throws in some money to buy them some flowers. And I'm like, the fuck? Okay, yeah, here's 10 bucks. Like, the fuck? Like, <laughs> why am I buying his wife flowers? Doesn't he own the fucking shop, that lazy rich motherfucker? Why doesn't he go buy her some flowers? Son of a bitch. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> My goodness. Alright, uh, so, uh. So, we had a, uh. We got Magusta. It was delicious. Magusta. Are you gonna do the Texas try for this one oh, so yeah. we can get to, uh. Texas try. Oh, here he goes. He's going for it. He's going sour as shit. Woo! There it is. Oh, comes out fruity. Goes in sour. Comes out. Yummy. Um, 
I give it an eight. No, yeah, this is very drinkable. The drinkability is off the charts. It's definitely not a nine or a ten. I give it an eight. It's uh, really good. Drinkability, like Adam's saying, very high. No, the uh, it's it's definitely on the uh, uh, you know, despite it having guava in it, it's, it's definitely not a fruited sour. It's more of a uh, traditional sour with the uh, guava elements in there, and then um, which is good. Yeah, you know what I mean. It didn't try to go too guava. You know, agave. It, it stuck with being traditional. You know, it, it's, but, but maybe that's what got it the eight. But it's always it's always funny drinking like these sours because you never know, like, because like beer, you know, companies now they don't really like label it fruited sours anymore. You know, it's like oh, it's all sours or Berliner Weisses, and um, and so you never know what you're getting yourself into. You never know what you're about to drink. Are you gonna drink this like heavily fruited, slightly tart beer? Are you gonna have like an actual sour with the residue of fruit. yeah, with the residue of fruit left over. Well, which so, uh, Bleeder Rasmar. So uh, wait, wait, I'm just calling you Bleeder Rasmar. Is that fine? Are, well, I mean, you could call me Ronway if you want to. Ronway. 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 Yeah. Ronway here. Uh, how how long have you listened to this show? Um, back when Connor was on and y'all were the beer guys. Yes, the beer guys. That was a. Uh, I mean, I was 21, so like nine years ago. Wow. Nine years. Wait, did you bring us? Uh, I mailed you something. Yes, but did you did you ever uh, bring us uh, Yinglings? I don't think so. Okay, that's someone else. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, so what? Uh, what? What brought you to our channel all those years ago and Mela stuff? I don't know. It was a labor of love, and uh, I went to. I was in the band with Connor. We both played trumpet, and I just thought y'all needed a fan. Like y'all are doing great stuff. <laughs> I really enjoy the show, and you know you should support your hometown people. It's easy to support people who are, already have a million subscribers, but they don't care about you. Like you know. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Con. Poor Connor. Poor Connor. I haven't heard about him. Yeah. Hey, poor Connor. He's he's dead to us. <laughs> No, 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 Connor's fine, no, I, I would have Connor back in a heartbeat, he, he hates me, what, he hates me, what, he hates me more than anything, Connor didn't hate anybody, what's, no, oh, okay, we're having a high school reunion here, what, what year yeah. did you graduate, I graduated in 2010, oh, okay, I, I'm 2008, so, are you 2008, I'm 2009, yeah, oh, right well then Connor, Connor. oh wait, was Connor 2000? Hey, oh, you were okay. Yeah, he was. He was me and John. Oh, okay. Back when we were all real good buddies. Yeah, Con- Connor used to be different. He used to be too, completely different. Then he he became vegan, and uh, it changed him completely. What? Huh? What? He became vegan and it changed him completely. Is that a true story? Yes. I'm vegetarian, so you are. Yeah. Well, when he but, beca- still but when he became I mean, vegan, like- it like complete first because first she was all like. Isn't there a big difference between vegetarianism and veganism, though? Not, I mean, kind of. Vegetarians still eat other animal products like honey and milk and eggs. So I try not to eat much dairy, though, because it makes me sick. Aren't there certain vegetarians out there that, like, even go as far to, like, eat fish? Uh, I think that's a pescatarian. A pescatarian. Okay, my bad. Yeah, okay. And and this is just my, this is obviously me, like, uh, I'm not sure what officially did it to Connor, but this is me just, like, 
more of like connecting dots. Like this is when he changed. You know right, what I mean? Like, okay, he became vegan, and then his personality started changing, and then you and him started having butted head moments or something. Well, I didn't butt heads with. He just didn't like. He just like his his thought his 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 whole philosophy changed. Mm-hmm. Like like he like at first. I, like his whole philosophy changed to the point where if your if your opinions differed from him, he no longer wanted you know that in his life, I guess, and so he just cut it out in, in a uh, in an almost aggressive manner, and so uh, and so he just like you know doesn't want anything to do with me because I, I'm not vegan, and <laughs> it started when he didn't want to drink. Uh, I was trying to force him to drink anything, but he was like. We can't buy this because it has honey in it. I'm like, okay, whatever. But then it was like, well, then I, I, well, I'm not really gonna do any podcasts because I, I, I don't want to do the beer guys anymore. If I'm gonna stop us from drinking beer or whatever, and then uh, and then it came to where he just like was antagonistic against me every time uh, I try to talk with him, and so, uh, it's just crazy, it's just weird, odd, odd. I think I think it's more of like his, uh, I think it's like a relative passed away, and uh, and I think that's really what changed him uh, ultimately. I think that's what made him become vegan. I think I think like a relative passed away, and he shared that person's beliefs. And when they passed away, he, I don't know if he was just so hurt by whatever happened afterwards that he just completely changed. Uh, you his know, whole, like, yeah. his whole like like to the opposite of that person, right? Yeah, Connor has another reason for hating me, but I'm not going to talk about it on the podcast because <laughs> you banged his girlfriend. Well, shut up. <laughs> Well, we sure spilled the tea here. <laughs> it was it was much more complicated than that. It was complicated. Connor wanted to bang Tyler. <laughs> Tyler said no. I know, no. Connor and Janie wanted to bang Tyler, and Tyler said cool. And then Janie showed up saying she wanted to practice. And then I banged Janie, and then Connor hates me. Oh dear. But they end up divorcing. Are breaking up, and now he's married to someone else. Yeah, <laughs> someone else. Because technically, he only became. And he married to Tara. He he became vegan. Oh, is that what it is? I, I don't know. He became vegan because Janie became vegan. But then Janie was like, "Oh, never mind." But then Connor was like, "Well, no, I'm gonna keep doing it or whatever." <laughs> you know, there's a joke there you're missing, Adam. Oh, really? There's a joke there you're missing. What is it? You could have said that Janie went vegan and then she gave up because she liked meat too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, god. Tyler, Tyler kept her a carnivore. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, so today with our fan here at our high school reunion, our, our opinions and beer friends, ally, and wait, fan. Do you, do you remember us from school? I remember Tyler. Okay. I remember you must have been, you, you had to have been a senior then when I was a freshman, right? If oh, I was 2010. Uh, wait. If okay. I was 2010. And I was 20, 2009, she was a. Eight. She was eight. She was in 11th grade. Yeah. Whenever you were a freshman. Yeah, I can't forget Tyler. He would do the worm during pep rallies, and he always had this like super bombastic personality, like just through the halls, man. There was just always like a crowd around him. And uh, my mom actually taught him science in high school, and she always had good things to say about him. So your mom was one of the two teachers that I cannot say a bad thing about. Really? Oh. Well, yeah, you're here. I have like 
I have like two, <laughs> maybe three max teachers that yeah. I just can't say a bad thing about, and then everybody else can like straight up suck a dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just fuck them. I have to do the dry ice thing one day, man. Like, this fucking garage is sweating my dick off. Oh yeah, but like oh my god. So like when it came to when it came to Miss Adams teaching me science, at first I was like in her normal class, and then because of like issues. I got put into her class. Everybody knows these classes exist. Don't act like this is some kind of fucking thing. I got put into the class with all the ne'er-do-wells. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got put into the class with all the assholes, with all the thug kids who didn't want to learn. Yeah. And um, I just slept. Like, all period. And then I'd wake up and I would do the packet that she'd give that she'd give us like right before walking out the door and I'd like throw it on her desk <laughs> and everything would be right. Yes, she said she would talk about how smart you were. And like that was always the thing cuz like my one of my favorite memories of hers was is like what is it? The the three stages of matter, protons, neutrons, electrons. Yeah. Like I was asleep cuz when she got up there and drew the stuff on the board and started talking about it, she like pointed to me and she was like, you already know about all this stuff, don't you? And I was like, yeah, she went to sleep. Uh, she was like, go to sleep. And I went to sleep. But then at one point, like, she was going around the class and trying to get all the ne'er-do-wells to give the right answer. And the way that I remember it was, is I was like half asleep and then I was fully awake because she was shaking me by the shoulder, looking me in the face, and she went, protons, neutrons, and I went electrons and then she turned to all the other dipshit ne'er-do-wells and was like there you go Tyler knows it and he's been sleeping all class and then the Korean foreign exchange student was like plum bubble gum and I was like thank you Plum bubble gum. If you guys are curious what life in a very tiny Texas town is like here I present it to you right here yeah so our, our 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 ally and friend here has brought us a pickle beer by Best Made. No, or, or by by it's, Martin House Brewing, it's, but it's called it's Best bre- Made. Because it's brewed with Best Made pickles, right? Which is a Texas brand. They have really good pickles. Yeah, it's a Texas I'll, brand uh, of pickles. I I, I, right. I eat a lot of I eat a lot of Best Made. I eat a lot of uh, pickles in general. I'm gonna save the rest of these. Oh God! I have friends to share them with. So. It uh. Might be too pickly. It might be. I have not tried this yet. <laughs> this will be this beer. I know you're gonna love this, Tyler. This beer has. But I know I I know my thoughts on pickles. Adam, is it okay if I pour? Oh yeah. Adam, shut up. <laughs> Let me enjoy this. <laughs> I know my thoughts on pickle bear. It's gonna like be a weird goosey sour. It's gonna be too goosey, too sour. Oh look at that! Texas Tray! I couldn't stop, man. That's a 10. But it smells like pickles. Shut up. Try this. Drink it. If you would like to know what this beer tastes like, go to your fridge, open up a jar of pickles, pour yourself some juice, add some bubbles. And then put it, yeah, put it in a carbonizer. Make it carbonated. Look, you drink it. Give me Ed Race. He's giving up on opening his. Yeah, I can't open mine. Yeah, just give wait, it wait, here. Wait, 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 wait. Are, are you scared? Wait, before you open All right. it, taste it first. See if you like it first. No one drink it. I'm just not a big... I'm just not a big pickle guy. Oh! I'm just not a big pickle guy! So goddamn good! 
It's better than the other beer. Where is it? Really? Yeah. Are y'all just saying this because I'm here? No, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm being honest. It's better. I mean, okay. I like me gusto. Like, oh. I'm, I'm not a big pickle. I guess I'm not a big pickle person. I, I don't have I don't have cramps today. Adam, look. <laughs> we all get it. Okay. <laughs> the pickle, pickle man. the pickle's too much for you. <laughs> I'm just saying it's too much. I'm just maybe it is. Your weak palate. That's not a weak palate. Your 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 constitutions. We get it. You rolled low whenever you were rolling your life stats as a character. What is a pickle? Cucumber. Do y'all want to do snacks too? Oh, oh look! She also bought some bold Mexican-style street corn blue diamond almonds. Woo! I'm assuming these are gonna go well with the pickle. Uh oh, uh oh, sweat fingers. Okay. Can't to, have sweat teeth though. To preface this, I lived in Arizona for four years. It's really an awesome state. Highly recommend. And um, so the, they they make corn. They grill the corn and then they put mayonnaise on it and then they put um like taco seasoning and parmesan cheese it's really good it's like the only way I eat corn now oh wow yeah like even though yeah it definitely tastes like an almond like i get what you're saying like the parmesan that whole like cream flavor and then like seasonings like sure compliments the taste of the beer to, to me it tastes exactly like buttered corn like literally exactly like it to me salted buttered oh corn yeah with a tiny bit of parmesan right on there that's good oh yeah i, I dig those i'm totally digging those do you want to try the same flavor on oh the yes <laughs> okay. let's try some mexican street corn tortilla we are we are rocking this episode as a as a long one ladies and gentlemen we've passed the hour mark it seems oh yeah i mean this is a this is a holiday episode <laughs> For the most over or underrated holiday. There we go. Oh, hell yeah. Where'd you get those? These came from Sam's Club. They were $2.41. That was a bargain. It was a bargain, yeah. Oh, man. That almost tastes like Cool Ranch, but with a kick. Yeah, like, I was just about to say, like, there's, like, a flavor that's, like, that's a damn good flavor. <laughs> Better tasting than Doritos. Oh, we should tell them what brand it is. It's The chips are Members Mark, and the, the almonds are Blue Diamonds. Oh, yeah. Members Mark. Yeah, Members Mark. So it's, like, the I guess the Sam's Club brand. It's a limited edition thing. Members Mark Mexican style street corn flavored tortilla strips. That's the flavor is the Mexican style street corn. That's street corn must be fucking delicious. You know what you I mean? You ever had it? Dude, it's the best. I, I've seen it in like Nacho Libre, you know what I mean? Like I've seen the depictions of it. I've just never had it. Um next time you get some corn, roast it in the oven, put mayonnaise on it, put a little bit of lime juice if you have it. Some taco seasoning, and if you have Parmesan, sprinkle a little bit on there. It's the best meal, seriously. No. Yeah, I, uh, I I went to a brewery with Hawk Finnegan, and he was telling them, because they were like trying to introduce food, they are trying to figure out like food to bring to the brewery to attract more people, and he was like telling them, yeah, y'all should do Mexican street corn, y'all should do Mexican street corn or whatever. 
And now it's like, okay, yeah, I feel it. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, like, this is, we all know this is Texas and, like, neighbor Mexico. Yeah. Tex-Mex is its own, you know. Like, you, you have that, like, argument, like, real Mexican food versus Tex-Mex. Me, I've always been on the side of Tex-Mex. You know what I mean? Barbacoa breakfast burritos. I mean, no. Have you had Mexican food? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not good. (laughs) (laughs) Did you say not good? The authentic, authentic Mexican food. Oh, man. So so when I was living in Yuma, Arizona, there was a place called Mr. G's with authentic Mexican food. It was so good. So we mm-hmm. were, they don't have Tex-Mex, though, in Arizona that I could find. And I have to be honest, me and the person I moved out there with, we were both like, man, we could really go for some Casa Ole. After a while, we were like, where's the queso? Where's the Casa Ole? So I think they're both good, though. Oh, yeah. You know, you ever heard the joke, Adam? What? That, what? um, Britain... Has the worst food oh, really? of like any national food, but all the best restaurants in the world, all the the five star Michelin restaurants, are in Britain. Hmm. Oh, really? Because they serve French food. Hmm. <laughs> see, I, I have to address that too. I'm sorry, I'm just taking over your show. I guess but, no, it's fine. Um, see, I've been to the UK. I've eaten British food, and it's actually delicious. I think they just don't want us to know about this. It's, it's, you'll pass by fields and the fields are like this rich black dirt and they're like steaming and you go eat and it's fresh. It's so fresh. It's so good. So I don't know why people say that it's terrible because trust me, I've had terrible at the school cafeteria. Like I went to London in high school. Did you really? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Tell me about it. Um, so we came in second place in UIL for drama that year. (gasps) (coughs) But, um, (coughs) oh. Shit went down the wrong pipe, asshole. What are you talking about? But, um... The, um... The, the, uh... We won second place, technically. Like, we won second place... No, we won second place, literally, but on a technicality, we came in first. Because, uh, Nederland didn't clean their stage up on time. You get, like, 60 seconds to clean the stage up after your performance in a UIL drama performance. Wow. And in the 60 seconds they were allotted, they didn't clean their stage up in time. So we bought a technicality. They got disqualified. They won. Everybody knew they won. But on a technicality, they got disqualified and we came in first. And we won a trip to London. All right, wait. What play did y'all do? Do you remember? We did the Marvelous Playbill. Oh, okay. Where, um, and if you don't know what that is, it's a play about a uh, poor gypsy dude who's trying to make some money, and him and his wife and his daughter decide that they're going to put on an invisible circus yeah. to trick a bunch of rich Italian people into giving them a bunch of free money. Yeah. They by the way they trick them is because they're because they're they go to it's the what is it? It's who was, your, who was your teacher then? That was uh, Miss Franklin. Miss Franklin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she brought in. Mr. You know Miss Franklin. Uh, yeah, I, I remember her. I didn't have her, though. I, I remember Mr. Lyons and the Clumsy yeah. Custard Horror Show and Ice Cream Clone Review. That was a fun one, too. Oh, yeah. Mr. Lyons was great. When we did Dracula, she was like, oh, we're going to bring him in to give us some pointers and stuff. And, like... Well, because he was... Because, yeah, like, was back in the day, he was, um, uh, Igor. Mm-hmm. And he... Or, or was it Frankenstein? You're right, it's Frankenstein. Man. Igor. Renfield. Yeah. But they had like old tapes of they would play old tapes of uh, of lions, uh, 
like back when he would like do actual theater and stuff. Oh yeah. He just, he just won like a competition or whatever. He just won like a competition in a like a card game. Oh yeah, vampire. Yeah, vampire. There we go. Yeah. They yeah yeah they they're doing that at the Lions Den now. They got vampire and Magic the Gathering and Yu Gi Oh and Pokemon going. And they they yeah, but they just like everyone like we had Vider like came in like top three in like the state or whatever. Yeah, vampire. It, one, it's an obscure game. Not many people you know like do it, and uh, it it's kind of complicated, but not really. Oh really? It's one of those games where you're like. It's like magic in that sense, where on the surface, on the surface it looks really easy, yeah. and like you can pick it up in no time. But like getting to the more complicated moves and the like really impressive win plays. Wait, wait! You didn't finish telling us how the gypsies trick the people. That's oh my gonna, bad. That's gonna come in handy with this economy. I'm just saying we're we're oh. all waiting. Oh yeah, well no, in the play, they say that they go to, they go to the Italian city of Castile and they tell them that if you're pure, only if you're pure blooded Castilian can you see the play. That's why it's invisible. Oh, they they did an emperor's new clothes move. Oh. Yeah, and so I played the guy who shows up at the very very end of the play and breaks the whole thing up. Oh really? I played the commander. Hmm. Uh, me and my wounded army show up asking for help. And the gypsy guy's all like, look, an army. <laughs> and since the people can actually see us, they get real into it, and it, and it makes us angry. Uh-huh. <laughs> because they think we're part of a circus, and we're not. We're really wounded soldiers <laughs> asking for help. So how'd you like Britain? Um, it was really fun because it was one of the first times in my life, you know, at that point, that I was treated like an adult. Mm. They like told me, like first day, we get off the bus, like we get off the airport, we go on the bus, we go to the hotel, we get off the bus at the hotel, and tour guide Dave, that will forever be his name <laughs> to me, like, when I tell this in my stand-up comedy, I refer to him as tour guide Dave. Tour guide Dave, tour, first name, guide, middle name, Dave, last name. <laughs> Tour guide Dave. <laughs> Tour guide Dave. Um, he steps up in front of the group and starts talking to us about our itinerary. And then he says, "Like, oh, and by the way, which one of you is Tyler Phillips?" And immediately I thought, "Like, so in between getting on a plane, getting off a plane, getting on a bus, and getting to here, I somehow got in trouble." <laughs> it's all that's all my brain could think of. He was like, "Who's Tyler?" I was like, I am. And he was like, just so you know, fighting is not illegal here in London. And I was like, okay. And he was like, I'm reading your paperwork here. And it says you got a bad disciplinary record. You fight a lot. And I was like, right? And he was like, guns are illegal in this country. Go to a convenience store and buy you a knife and you'll be on equal playing field with everybody. <laughs> And then, at the end of his itinerary, he said, like, he gave it down the list, like, today we're going to do this, we're going to do this. After he went down the whole itinerary, he then said, for all the students who wish to walk around London after hours when we're done touring, um, the most common crime is pickpocketing or mugging. So walk in groups, three to four. Tyler, you can walk by yourself. <laughs> so I was the only student that had permission 
to walk by themselves at night in London. And I did. I took advantage of it quite frequently. And, um, yeah, like I'm saying, it was one of the first times in life that I was actually treated like an adult. Like, I would walk up to a place, I'd walk in there, the guy would say, like, oh, sir, would you like me to take your jacket? And I'd be like, oh, no, I'll wear it to my table. And he'd be like, all right, sir. And I'm like, I'm getting called sir. <laughs> like, this is cool. You know what I mean? Like, as long as you've got, like, money and a ride and you can, like, do stuff. Like, people are treating you like you're a straight-up adult over here in this country. I walked into a bar and the dude, a pub, not a bar, I walked into a pub and the dude immediately was like kind of laughing at me because he was like, you walked in here with all the timidness of a person who didn't know he was going to be allowed to drink. <laughs> he was like, now the next time you walk in here, I want you to look at me. He's like, I want you to tell me what is your regular. He said, I want you to look at me and say, hey, Andy, the regular. And I'm going to bring one to you. And that's what happened every other day after that. I'd walk in and I'd say, hey, Andy, the regular. And he'd be like, you know, he'd do a little like, mm. And I'd be like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I came back to America and I realized just how much my life sucked. Oh, God. <laughs> was that your first time out of Southeast Texas? No. No, that was just my first time being able to do it and to feel like that fun. Like, while we were there... We went to the Globe Theater. Oh, cool. We went and saw the um, Scarlet Pimpernel. Mm. We went and saw um, the Lady in Black. We went and saw uh, Monty Python's Spamalot. Oh, cool. Which uh, Franklin, she made that happen. That was great. That completely surprised me. She booked the Spamalot tickets. Like... The day that she heard that we were going to get to go to London, because it just lined up with how much in advance you had to book them because they were sold out. And so I remember walking up to the theater, and like when we went and saw Lady in Black, we had to like wait in line and buy tickets. And as we were walking up to the theater to spam a lot, and I saw the line going like all the way around a building, I was like, we're not getting in, Franklin. <laughs> and she was like, no, we've already got them reservated. She was like, you know, those are our tickets. They're waiting for us there. And I was like, <laughs> and still in my house right now, my uh, my wife keeps it with all of her like little knickknacks that she collects and stuff, little anime figures. In the back, there's a puppet, little hand puppet of the killer rabbit because they were selling them at the gift shop. You could buy a little hand puppet and work a little mouth and it had sharp pointy teeth. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Here's a cheat, though. To anybody who's ever trying to book, a, like, going to spam a lot, because I've, I've heard now it's booked out for, like, a year in advance. Dang. But, like, if anybody's trying to go to spam a lot, try to reserve the seat D1. Because that makes you part of the show. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh. Interesting what, hack there. Yeah, when the show is done... They bring up the person from D1. Oh, really? Yeah, and you get to go on stage. <laughs> That's awesome. See how much you've learned in this one episode? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, these are all kinds of things you can take into the real world with you. Uh, does Adam or um, Ed Ray have any international travel stories? Well, I've been to Mexico two times in my life. I've been to Mexico too, Ed Ray. First time you I have to hog Mexico. all the Mexico. First time I went to Mexico was in 1994. I think I went as far south as Monterey. 
Because I remember mountains in the background, and I think I remember seeing a television show over there in Monterey. But that was it, and then I went back to America afterward. Uh, and then in 2002, I went to Nuevo Laredo, Mexico, mm-hmm. which is, of course, south of Laredo, Texas. And, of course, what I remember was getting a cane and just walking around. That's all I remember. You got a cane? Yeah, I got a... I think it was a Mayan art, artistically made cane. Who told you that? That was a salesperson. Somebody sold it to me for $8 over there. See, fake. <laughs> I went to Mexico City with my mom and dad. Nice. But uh, I didn't. I crossed the uh, I crossed the border to like the border towns, the border towns of Mexico, and uh, went to a shop, bought some Sprite, some cheap Mexican food. And... You know, funny enough, whenever you're talking about Mexican food being bad, like I had no such experience yeah. in Mexico. Oh, City. really? No, in Mexico City, my dad took me to this restaurant, and he was like, "All right, look." This place is expensive, <laughs> so I'm going to order for you. And I'm like, okay, but whatever he ordered, it was damn good. That reminds me, you just reminded me because, like, uh, I don't know if you've ever been to Epcot. You've been to Epcot? Disney? Like, yeah, Disney World. No. Okay, well, in Disney World, there's Epcot. No, Adam. <laughs> I have never been to Disney World. In, in Disney World, there's Epcot, right? And there's, like, the the world of food and stuff, and every they have, like, different, like... Uh, Sounds nice. They, well, listen, <laughs> they have restaurants... And they feature like that country's food and whatnot. Well, we brought Keenan with us, okay? Mm-hmm. And we uh, we didn't realize how much Disney was, you know, at the time. I mean, now it's kind of like it should have been obvious that it was going to be super absolutely balling. Yeah, exactly. But like, we already paid for the trip. You know, he said he brought his money, but he didn't. And so, anyways, it came down to like. We were all starving. It was time to eat at this authentic Mexican Mayan restaurant. And uh, and it was really expensive. Like your dad said. It was like the shit was expensive. And we were like, well, look, we're going to buy this platter and, we'll, sh- and we'll share it. And Keenan goes, I don't want your scraps. <laughs> I don't want your scraps. And I don't know. It's like. It offended my wife, and she was pretty mad. I was <laughs> like, didn't we just pay for you to come to Disney World? And, like, you said you're going to have your money, and you blew it on the hotel, like, the day that we got here. And now you're, and now you're complaining about the about the sharing the fucking the platter. I don't know. No, I've been, I've been planning a trip to Disney whenever I get on my feet again. Yeah. I definitely, definitely want to go. Uh... Uh, uh, Hollywood, uh, Hollywood Studios and Disney, they have a, uh, like a, uh, like a, like an adult area where it has like a brewery, like a pub and stuff. And they have like really good fucking beer that they make at Disney there. Fucking good. Yeah. I'm sorry. If I go to Disney, I'm going to go to be our guest and I'm going to get <laughs> drunk off the gray stuff. <laughs> the gray stuff. I feel you. It's I, a drink on the menu. It's called the gray <laughs> stuff. No, like, yeah. I'm like, no, he told me. He told me the song. Try the gray stuff. It's delicious. <laughs> and I'm going to drink it until uh, I'm dead. Until I'm dead. <laughs> Good God. I'm one of those guys that's just like, yeah, my childhood dream of going to Disney World never came true. And so that's where I'm going to die. <laughs> never came true? Yeah. Oh, my. 
No, no, no. Like, that was one of those kids. My whole life, I was always like, maybe this summer we could go to Disney World. Do you think Disney World uh, is going to live up to your expectations? Hell no. Hell no! No. I'm, I'm a 100 per... I've tried to kill myself before, Adam. You for, don't for Disney World? No, just in general. <laughs> okay, I'm like, oh my god. I've it's literally, like, I've literally taken a like, handful of Xanax and fucking, like, uh, fucking uh, painkillers, and then chugged a fucking half a bottle of vodka, thinking that was gonna put me down. It's like, goddamn it, Daddy, you don't bring me to Disney World. I'm gonna take all this Xanax now and try to kill myself. No, it was just like, as a person who's tried to kill themselves before. I'm completely jaded. Jaded. So, so I know that once I get to Disney World, the only way to have a good experience will be to have a lot of money. Interesting. Well, that's... That's just your opinion. And that's fine. Because all, all we, we have, have here are opinions and beer. We are opinions.